0: As an egg at 18, but working for your daddy's such a drag, but not listening to backtrack's Aerosmith Revisited. My name is Corey Merced joined by John Mariano. John, uh, for the people listening, uh, it's just the next week since we recorded a show, but in reality, it's been quite a while.
1: Wait, can we just remind them what did you just say coming in? Like what what was that? All right, I'm gonna fucking do it again now. No, 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 i, I to no, do no. it again. Yeah, I'm doing it no, again. No, what yeah. did you just say? I don't remember. Oh, that's fine. Then we're not going to, we're not going to repeat it. We're just going to keep going.
0: No, no, Uh, I'm doing it again. No, Oh. No, I wasn't happy with it anyway, but I figured you were going to give me shit if I redid it and you're giving me shit anyway. So if I'm going to get shit anyway, I might as well redo it. Uh, I have no patience to, to redo it. Let's just go, man. I, I look,
1: I don't know what you said. It started off like it sounded like lyrics. And then I kind of convinced myself maybe that this Steven Tyler lyrics, but I feel like that's just Corey fucking around and wanting us to buy into oh, that, that being lyrics. It, words
0: from Monikin. Oh, is that what that is? Yes, bald as a negative 18 and working for your daddy is such a drag. You know, when Steven says it, it's so much more
1: poetic than when you you just fucking drop it in.
0: Obviously, like nothing I say is poetic. Dude, it... You know what? Let's just start
1: over. Um, hi, folks. My name is John, and this is Corey, and we're here to talk about Aerosmith. Oh no, this is this is also very flat. We Jesus, we you are, thought I was bad. <laughs> we are so far out of practice. Hey, folks, what's going on? It's been a minute since Corey and I have talked to Aerosmith. For you, it's only been probably a week since the show dropped, but for us, it's probably been a month or two.
0: It's got to be two months now. It's been forever. Yeah. Uh, the last one we did, uh, was the mother popcorn episode, uh, with Heath McCoy. Great show. Uh, but we recorded that quite a while ago. Uh, actually right when we were recording like episode seven of uh backtrack steam music. So it's gotta be a good month and a half, two months. He, he, Heath is such a good cat too. We got to get him back oh, yeah. on here soon. Yep, yeah, absolutely. He's about to be on the Van Halen show too. Uh, as we record this, he's going to be on in, in August. So, uh, Uh, Heath was fantastic. He messaged me right away saying what a blast he had. So uh, we definitely got to get him back on the show as soon as possible.
1: Well, I think before we do that, when you have him on Van Halen, can you invite uh, folks? We're just going to cover some business right now. Just bear with us. Could you, could you, could you invite him on the um, theme music show before he comes back here? You bet. Absolutely. Um, Because um, you know, that's another show with you folks. We talk about music and TV shows or music and movies and Heath is so knowledgeable and such a good conversation that I want to get him on that show as quickly as possible. And I want to get him back here to talk Aerosmith because he loves Aerosmith and he's awesome at Aerosmith too. Um, but in the meantime, Corey, we have die.
0: You want to tell we people do? how the die work? Is that the MacGuffin for this show? I almost forgot. It had been so long. I, I think what we do is, uh, and we have multiple sets of die right now because we have Heath's, uh, we have Scott's, uh, we have Kamires we have Jeff's. Uh, and we have our, our just our, our, regular die, uh, which, uh, and looking at it and before the show, John and I looked at the, what was on the die and we're like, I don't remember putting any of these songs on there. Uh, we think we figured out who put what on, but, uh, the songs on there currently are bitches brew the farm theme from Spider- man, pink walking the dog and spaced. So I have claimed
1: bitches brew the farm and walking the dog for myself, which leaves Corey the other three. So if any of my three come off, I'll replace one. If any of Corey's three come off, he'll replace one. And if we're wrong, fuck it, we're wrong. It's our yeah. show, we don't care.
0: Exactly. Someone out there is going to point out, oh, actually, John, you picked this one, and you're probably right. I don't try and go back and listen to our show, right. and I haven't edited that far ahead. Uh, I've only edited up to episode, uh, which one just dropped uh, today as we record this? was Sweet episode 21. Yeah, Sweet, Sweet Emotion. emotion dropped. Yeah.
1: I, I was very excited. I, I I was like, oh, like this is probably my favorite Aerosmith song. But <laughs> not not necessarily my favorite version
0: of it, but my favorite Aerosmith song. Yeah. Um, which is like nitpicking, folks. It's nitpicking, but that's what we do here. Um, well, that's what John does. I, I I tend to have more balanced arguments. John nitpicks. I do not. Corey, Corey Corey, you got something in your teeth. I got lots of things in my teeth. Thank you. Hey, how's that graphic coming for the mixtape? I know you promised to do that like what, 10 episodes ago?
1: Oh, I totally forgot, dude.
0: Yeah, I figured. You know what else we forgot? Our sponsor, Pop Rock and Radio, Ken Knapsack's Pop Rock and Radio, the big hits, album cuts, and B sides from the rock and pop world that make up the soundtracks of our lives. Look for live shows, make requests, sing, dance, and celebrate the music with the pop, rock, and radio community. And John, even though we didn't talk a lot of Aerosmith on this show, we did talk a lot of Aerosmith. On his show, because we were on pop rock and radio in the first uh, ever pop rock and radio five song set featuring five cuts from Aerosmith. Maybe tell the folks how that went.
1: So, so, so that was interesting because Corey and I had to narrow down not to 18 songs, but to five. It wasn't like the ultimate Aerosmith mixtape or anything, it was just something representative of the band and something we could discuss with Ken. So, you know, we picked what I thought were two of um, the Geffen era. Um, bigger hits. We picked um, two of the deeper cuts um, for, from from their original run, and then we we went with "Sweet Emotion" as the big hit, and I th- I think it played really well. Like Corey picked "Chipping Away the Stone," and um, he picked uh, "Crying," and I went with um, "Rats in the Cellar" and, and "What It Takes." So for five songs, we had a lot to talk about and got to really celebrate the band a little bit with Ken Knapsack. I highly recommend you guys download the Mixcloud app. Um, check out Pop Rock and Radio and listen to that episode at the very least. But I would listen to all the things Ken's doing over there because if you, you love music like we love music, um, he's doing a spectacular job and probably the best online DJ I know of. So by all means, go listen to him. Um, I have a friend of mine who has compared them to Casey Kasem, and I think that's a very favorable and true um,
0: comparison. I would agree, except I like Ken's voice a little bit more than Casey Kasem's. But we had an absolute blast uh, doing the five song set. Five song set, boy, that's tough to get out sometimes uh, with Ken. And he was—he's not really a huge Aerosmith guy, so there was a couple of tracks that we threw at him that he's like, "Wow, that's really good. I'd never heard that song before." So that—that that was kind of fulfilling for me.
1: Yeah, it, it was. it's always nice to introduce people to new songs, which is what I'm, I hope we're doing here. I feel like when the die hits tonight, we're probably going to introduce somebody to a new song tonight.
0: I'm thinking so do. And just right off the hop, uh, do you recall Spaced at all?
1: I actually thought it was Pigs in Spaced for a minute. Like, I, I have no recollection of the song at all.
0: Yeah, uh, Spaced, uh, I have a rough recollection of. Bitches Brew, uh, I don't think I've heard in a very long time, so... Uh, I might be hearing a new song tonight, too. I am pretty familiar with the other four. The uh, theme from Spider-Man, especially.
1: Well, why, why don't we give the die a roll and see what hits? And then we can debate yeah. whether that it goes on the mixtape or not.
0: Here we go. And tonight's roll is Bitches Brew. This is a John uh, selection. John, do you remember what album this is from?
1: Oh, come on. You're going to throw it to me that fast <laughs> before I can look it up? <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you got to know your stuff, buddy. Where's it from? What, like, like I'm an Aerosmith expert or something? You do an Aerosmith show, and apparently you're supposed to be an expert if you do a show on them. Who says that? A lot of jerks. It's from Rock in a Hard Place. Let I let me know help this. You, you didn't know
1: shit. I was <laughs> going to tell you, this is, this is from Rock Rockin' a Hard Place.
0: Who wrote I, it? It, 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 it? It was a song that was written. <laughs> Steven Tyler and...
1: And uh, probably um, Jimmy Crespo.
0: Oh, you Googled. Good job. <laughs> you were going to say Joe Perry, weren't you? Joe Perry's not on this album. This is the one, of course, uh, Joe and Brad were not a part of. So, Who produced it? Uh, Jack Douglas. And Tony Look Bongiovi. Look at you. Look at you with the Google.
1: <laughs> and what was the
0: label? Was it Geffen? No, it's, Columbia. It Geffen? it's Columbia. No, it was not Geffen. <laughs> Done With Mirrors was the first and Everybody knows that, John. Jesus. Look at, look at you. Tell us about Bitches Brew. Why'd you put this on the die, John? You, you know, it's one that hits my, hits my
1: um, playlist every once in a while. And I wanted to get off the beaten track for a minute because I'm worried we're going to put too many of our favorites on the die early and then backload it with ones that maybe aren't our favorites as much. And we have to spread the wealth and spread the love a little bit. So I'm going to try to take some deeper cuts. It doesn't mean I don't like the song. It doesn't mean I don't think the song is great. It does mean that it may, it may not be as representative of what I consider Aaron Smith as some of the other songs, but I do enjoy this song.
0: And a little piece of uh, trivia that I just found out, John, Bitch's uh, bitches brew was actually the last single to be released by Columbia until 1997's nine lives. So this was the last single off of Rockin' a hard place.
1: So so, so this is really
0: the end of an era, as we could think of it. In a way, yeah, absolutely. What do you say? Should we get into it? Sure. Here we go. I pay, I pay. Jesus, what the fuck was that?
1: That's, that's, that's Steven Tyler getting into it. I mean, look, no Joe Perry. You know
0: you're going to get Steven going full Steven. I don't know if that's full Steven as coked up Steven. Like, that's incoherent. Oh, hey. <laughs> That was a pretty good impression. I didn't understand you either. Foxy
1: little flight. I caught you in the briar patch, lifting up your skirt.
0: <laughs> I tell you, Kinky, you foxy little flirt, I caught you in the briar patch lifting up your skirt. That, that, that's full Steven Tyler all right. I mean, what did you expect this to be?
1: Joe Perry uh, had no influence on this at all. And you get Steven, and he goes at like half speed, and low and slow to start. And then he goes into, I'm that! like right away. <laughs> and it's either going to be slow speed or 150 miles per hour. And that's it.
0: And, of course, at this point, Stephen Tyler was pretty fucked up. What
1: you been doing in the fire patch What you been doing in the middle of the sky Garlic roses and a Making magic You been fooling this bitch's crew You know the things I want you not to do
0: Right. Well, the uh the riff and the chorus I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it's got a good hook to it, which is why I wanted to play it. Like,
1: is it peak Aerosmith? No, it's not. But if this is an idea of what a Steven Tyler soul career would have sounded like, which is why one of the reasons why I wanted to spotlight it, it's not a bad representation.
0: No, I wouldn't say so either. It, it started off a little rocky for me, but um you got a nice dirty hook there on the chorus and Steven sounded good on the chorus. I thought, and lots of mentions of a briar patch. You know what a briar patch is, John? Yeah. It's like where the rabbits hang out, right? Uh, in a way it's a thicket formed by thorny plants. Yeah. Where the, the rabbits hang out. I don't know if any rabbits that hang around in uh, thorny plants, but sure. If that helps you. I even own two rabbits. I know. I know what they do. Say, yeah. What's that? I was I was gonna say they drink the bitches, brew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, my take on it is, it's very Steven heavy. It's it's very Joey heavy. It's like a, you know, you got a pretty solid drum beat to it, right? Jo- jo- Joey was still with the band at this point, correct?
0: Yep. Yep. He's been the drummer all the way through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so between those two, there's a good balance of what a representation of what Aerosmith is. the The guitars are very generic, Corey. Like it, it's it's very obvious that these guitars could be in any um, band and it's not a criticism of the guitarist and how well they understand how to play a guitar, but it just doesn't feel like an Aerosmith sound. It feels like a very,
0: you know, like, like the house band. Yep. No, I, I, I agree. It's missing that Joe Perry, Brad Whitford touch. That kind of gives it that, that full Aerosmith sound. The, the guitars are, are kind of stock.
1: You know, and, and and it's funny. Like you use that word "stock." I just watched um, the Some Kind of Monster documentary, and that was that's why Lars. I use the word. That's great. <laughs> that's a great tie-in because people don't know what we're talking about off-air. But 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 Lars Ulrich w- was um, saying a lot of things sound very stock, and was criticizing their sound at the time, a- and, and I would say that's a very astute criticism of this. Is it does sound very stock in the background. It's Steven doing the Steven thing he sound you know, with the right guitars, it's like it would sound like an Aerosmith song i would i would I would enjoy the song a lot more if it had the guitars in place.
0: Uh, minimalistic uh, guitar solo. I don't even really want to call it a guitar solo. It's more just kind of an interlude.
1: Yeah, it was. It was very. I was very disinterested in it. I was actually flipping through my phone while it was playing. Like I'll, I'll throw myself under the bus. I was listening to it, and I was almost not even going to comment on it because um, it's generic. You know, I've heard at my local bars, I've heard bands with more interesting solos be played. And it's kind of sad that this is a song that was put out there and it has this flat of a solo. I like the bitches brew. I like the hook. You know, I I, I like some of the lyrics going on. Um, I like, I like Steven's vocals. I like the drums, but the guitar is just so freaking flat, dude.
0: And even on, on that kind of solo section there, Uh, I I didn't mind the guitar tone. He had a little different tone, but he was just kind of repeating the same kind of riff over and over again. There was really no, no rhyme or reason, no solo to it. He was just kind of playing a riff uh, for, for 30 seconds. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, leave me wanting more when it comes to, you know, we're used to Joe Perry and Brad Whitford and their solos. Uh, This was a far cry. Yeah. This is, this is not representative
1: of Aerosmith yet. It's still an Aerosmith song. So it's kind of a conundrum
0: we have here. Yeah. Sounds like Bob Dylan right there. With my hand through the scenes of time. You are very much
1: not liking low register Steven Tyler.
0: You know, maybe I'm not liking a coke out of his fucking gills, Stephen Tyler.
1: I mean, that's that's probably fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I've
1: been drinking just to make this here song run. Right
0: come on, that's Bob Dylan. And I love that line too. Yeah. I've been here drinking just to make it this here song rhyme. So even lyrically, he's talking about the fact that he's got nothing.
1: <laughs> he, what, what do you want from him? His best friend left him. You know, he's trying to hold his band together. He, he needs rehab in the worst way. And he just needs to get, he needs to follow his commitments to the, to, to the studio.
0: So he's got a lot going on. Yeah. We'll have to get into that story someday with the, uh, Uh, His best friend left him Uh, depends on who you ask right Uh, Joe either quit or was fired and then there's the whole spilt milk story that that may have kicked everything off that that's for another show though. Bitches Brew from Rocking a Hard Place. I tell you, I didn't mind the production so much. At the end there, we kind of had Stephen uh, whispering in my right ear, "Bitches Brew, Bitches Brew." That was kind of a neat effect. Yeah, no, no, the
1: production I have no criticism of. I don't even have criticism of the vocals. I know you're you have a problem with coked out Stephen. Like, give me Stephen in any way, shape, or form. Um, my criticism is the is is, is the stock guitars.
0: You were you were fine uh, with the lyrical content of the song, the song construction, the no guitar solo.
1: I well, I think that there would have been a guitar solo with a different guitarist with the band. I I think that that's probably, you know, and we don't know enough about the production. I know I know we were called out on Twitter this week by um, I Am Gonzo Music, and I I thank him for reaching out to us. I don't know if you saw the tweet or not, Corey, but you know he, he wants us to give more content about the production of the songs. And we'll try when we can. But something like this is such a deep cut. Like I'm looking online and I can't find a thing on this. Um, and, and you know, I, while I appreciate your feedback, we don't do a lot of homework for this podcast. That's why we roll the dice. So that way we, we have that out and say, hey, we can't research the songs. We don't know what we're going to talk about yet um you know that's that's a little bit behind the curtain fee fee folks but um i I am gonzo music i i I thank you for your tweet and sometimes cory calls out the tweets i wanted to call this one out so i really did appreciate the feedback because i'm like oh that would be a great idea let me go see if i can do that and i'm trying to do that this whole episode and i have nothing
0: you got anything Corey? yeah there there there's not a ton and i was going to ask you john um, you, we talked about Jimmy Crespo and stock guitars and stuff. Do you think that's a Jimmy Crespo thing or is that a Steven Tyler thing? Because with Joe Perry gone, it's Steven Tyler's you know, driving the boat, right? So you, maybe that's a directive that came from Steven, uh, a la some I, kind of monsters when Lars Ulrich said no more guitar solos.
1: I, I, I think it might also just be um, a, deadline, a, a deadline thing, a contract thing, and, and we need to get this out thing and our heads aren't in the game kind of thing.
0: Fair enough. So, John, the question now becomes, does Bitches Brew make it on the mixtape? And if it does, what's it taking off? It does not make the mixtape
1: from my point of view. And I know I nominated the song, but I'll be nominating some that might not make the mixtape. How about you?
0: Yeah, no, there's uh, nothing I would uh, take off the mixtape, put this one on. And maybe just for folks, since that graphic. Uh, Isn't quite ready yet. I know John's hard at work on it. He's been working on it for the last two months. Uh, The current songs on there are Sweet Emotion, uh, Live from A Little South of Sanity, Shut Up and Dance, Let the Music Do the Talking, No More, No More, Chip Away the Stone, Nobody's Fault, The Other Side, Bone to Bone, Coney Island Whitefish Boy, Rats in the Cellar, Mother Popcorn, Janie's Got a Gun, Moving Out, Girl Keeps Coming Apart, Seasons of Wither, Crazy, Sick as a Dog, Eat the Rich, and Makin, so uh, yeah you 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 look at those eighteen and you we just heard bitches brew and i I don't feel like taking any one of those off for this one
1: no i, I really I really don't and, and I'm okay with that like i I nominated this just to kind of get it out of the way, and I can admit that um some sometimes they're not all gonna be hits,
0: no, but there is some good stuff on this album that I'm really looking forward to getting into. Uh, you know, a Bolivian Ragamuffin. I always thought was really cool. And uh Lightning Strikes, which was the big single off this one, big and uh, maybe not so big in terms of chart success, but it was the one everybody kind of knows off this album. So I'm looking forward to those two.
1: Well, I guess I gotta replace one now, right? That's correct. So so after replace I've got it's been a while. I can replace any song or just the one we played? Just the one we played. All right. Well, I think I think what I'm gonna do is I'm going to go to Dumb What Mirrors. Oh. And what I want to do is, and I'll give you the reason why I'm picking this now, is we have a lot of Tyler Perry tracks, right? Which is Mm -hmm. funny because Tyler Perry makes movies. Um, But I want to do a Tyler Whitford track. And I want to throw Sheila up there to hear what a Whitford spin on a song sounds like.
0: Excellent. Sheila from Done With Mirrors. And I know uh, not that long ago, John, on, on uh, Twitter, again, we were kind of called out. Uh, I think it was Michael Green. He was uh, spinning it on vinyl saying, uh, you know, the Backtrack Aerosmith guys uh, may not agree, but it's an underrated album. And like, actually, no, I, I kind of agree. I know we weren't uh, too crazy about uh, shame, shame on You, but all the other songs on here I like. And, and Sheila's another one uh, that I remember uh, enjoying a great deal when it first came out.
1: Yeah. And I just want to hear it in the context of how we're listening to Aerosmith now. So I think, I think it's a fun, it's a fun time to pick it. You know, like I said, there's going to be a time where I start throwing some deeper cuts on there because
0: I feel, I feel like, you know, we need to talk about all of it. Of course. And this is a great, I know uh, uh, we got called out a couple of times because they said uh, we incorrectly um, said uh, Joe Perry did a solo. It was actually Brad Whitford. And I apologize for that. Uh, It was probably just not in the uh, reference materials we're looking at at the time. We're probably going to get those wrong every once in a while. I know this being a Brad Whitford, Stephen Tyler song that Brad Whitford does play the main riff on it. And I uh, believe him and Joe uh, kind of both play a little section of the solo on it. So uh, I I can't wait to hear me some Brad Whitford. He was missing on this track we did tonight here, John.
1: Both he and Joe were missing and we felt it hard. Like it it was like was like abandoned ship. I think with either one of them, it would have sounded like an Aerosmith track, but without both of them, it, 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 was, it was lacking.
0: Yeah, it was lacking, but next time, God willing.
1: This time it gonna be different.
0: John, anything else you'd like to say before we put a bow on this one? I'd like to apologize for the flat start to the show. It's been a while,
1: folks, and not in practice.
0: It was 100% your fault, too. I, I had nailed it, and then you uh, took me to task and just ruined the whole fucking thing. Now, I got to try and edit around that, too. You're a son of a bitch, Corey. You know that? You're a son of a bitch. I got to cut that out now too. (laughs) Keep yakking there, uh, Mariano. Who you can find on Twitter, at John Marioni on on Twitter. That always throws me off whenever I'm looking at your Twitter handle. I always want to say at John Marioni. At John Mariano and why? Well, because if,
1: you know, somebody stole my name and took my Twitter handle.
0: Let, let's find the real John Mariano. See what he's like. Maybe he wants to do a podcast. I know, you know real like real John Smith? Mariano. I won't say much or anything about him, but good luck. Okay. Uh, of course, you can find us on uh, Backtrack Steam Music, uh, where we're talking about uh, movie music. And uh, we just what, recorded another four or five of those uh, the last week here, John. I can tell you're having a lot of fun with that show. I'm having fun with both shows. I, I begged you to, to record an Aerosmith tonight because I missed this show. And that's so, why it came out so flat on the intro. I came out flat because, because I, I didn't want to record it with you. I just want to record it. Oh. To it. <laughs> well, I, I can try to find somebody else. Uh, there's gotta be somebody around here, right? Where, are scribs when you need them? I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah, no, th- 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 thanks for showing up. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll
1: record another one or two of these tonight.
0: You never know. You never know. I, I hear there's some things in the hopper. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so catch us on Backtrack theme Music. Catch me on, and the podcast will rock with Mark Kameyer. Uh, boy, that's a fun show. Everybody should check that one out. And of course, you can catch us on Twitter at uh, BT Aerosmith. Uh, for John Mariano, my name is Corey Marsett. Thank you for joining us this week. And as always, let's give the final word to Steven Tyler. <laughs>